there's joy and gladness and rest for my weary soul. Up ahead, ahead there's peace and contentment. Everybody will be happy and whole. You know that I'll be. Well, good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you today. Thank you for taking time uh, to join with us today as we're studying from God's precious word. We've been studying for several months now in Mark's gospel, and I'd like to encourage you to open up your Bible with me today to the gospel of Mark, chapter number 16. We're going to look at one very interesting verse of scripture, verse number nine of Mark's gospel, chapter 16. We know that our precious Lord Jesus Christ had been crucified upon Calvary's cross. He bore our sin, our shame, and he took our sentence of death upon himself as he succumbed there upon that cross. He willingly suffered. He willingly bled. He willingly gave up the ghost. When he said it is finished, the plan of salvation being perfected for once and all eternity. And you and I can rejoice today in knowing that we have a Savior who is able to save us from our sins. I'm thankful for Jesus, what he did for me and you on the cross of Calvary. And we know that the story of Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus and how that they had taken the body and uh, Joseph went to Pilate and he begged the body of Jesus and Pilate gave uh, over and gave in to Joseph and allowed him to take the precious body of our Savior down from the cross. And I can almost see them, he and Nicodemus, as they so gently and tenderly with a broken heart, no doubt, uh, remove uh, the Lord from that cross, uh, taking the nails from his hands and, and from his feet. It's something we rarely ever consider, but those things were accomplished by those two men. And I believe they loved the Lord Jesus. I believe they went from being a secret disciple to a public disciple in a public proclamation of their faith in the Lord Jesus. And I want to say to you, uh, we should not be ashamed. After considering what Jesus did uh, to provide you and I with our eternal salvation, should we not just as well make it public with our profession of faith? I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful for the illustration these two men showed after Calvary. They took his body and they wrapped him in linen. And that linen was very expensive. There's no doubt about that. And then they uh, they put the perfume or the oil, the myrrh, the, the ointment, the spices upon his body. They did not embalm the Lord Jesus as 
as the Egyptians did or we uh, know today uh, as uh, the embalming system. They did not do that to the Lord, but they placed the uh, myrrh and the strong ointment upon his body and they wrapped him in the grave clothes, which was a tradition of the Jewish people. And they took him and according to the scripture, they placed the Lord in Joseph of Arimathea's new an unused tomb, a brand new tomb. Isn't that interesting? I marvel at that as I think about uh, the great message of the gospel and how God used Joseph of Arimathea in such a mighty way. And then I think about Nicodemus as well. And, and he that came to Jesus by night. And now both of these men boldly, boldly doing this work for the Lord to fulfill the scripture completely. And now we know that the Sabbath day had ended and, and the women had come very early at the rising of the sun and that, on that first Lord's day. And they came to the tomb and, and uh, they, they were questioning, they were wondering who will roll away the stone for us. And, and as you who can see the video today, see the large stone that is in the picture and, and we should consider that. And, and as they were thinking about that, they were in the right mind. These were not women who were not thinking about what, but they were on a mission. There is no question about that. And simply because they wanted to anoint the body of the Lord Jesus and they, they had it on their heart to even do more in the anointing because not because necessarily that his body needed that ointment, but because of their devotion and their love for Jesus. That was their motivation. That was their driving factor that brought them to the empty tomb on that first Lord's day. Just so happens it was three days and three nights after the crucifixion. I'm almost to get happy this morning thinking about all oh, what's about to take place. And so they come to the tomb and they were surprised as they see the stone had been moved back and rolled away. And they no longer had to worry about who was going to move the stone. And then they entered into that tomb and, and there was a young man that was seated there. And, and he told them that, that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He's not here, but he's risen. And, and well, what good news they received. And then they were uh, told and commanded to go tell the disciples and Peter that he would meet them in Galilee, just as he had told them. Boy, what promises of the Lord is, is being fulfilled right here in the scripture and right there before the women as they're getting the news to take back to the disciples. Then we come to verse number nine this morning, and I realize that uh, we went a, a little bit long in the introduction to this verse, but what a verse it is. And the Bible says in verse number nine that now when Jesus was risen early the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven devils. I marvel at the fact that Jesus, who he showed himself to first, was Mary Magdalene, a woman who, who was at one time possessed by seven demons, who was possessed by a power that was greater than hers, but yet Jesus loved her and he delivered her and and I want to say from that moment on that she was devoted to the Lord Jesus. In fact, I marvel at this verse that says that he appeared first to Mary Magdalene. 
why did Jesus visit? Why did he why did he visit her first rather than the disciples? Why did he first visit her other than the the 500 that he revealed himself at once? You would think that that he would want a larger audience, that he would want a bigger crowd. But I think that as we think about this, the fact that uh, that Mary Magdalene was, I believe, revealed, uh, he revealed himself to her, reveals to you and I that actually she was very likely more devoted than anyone else upon the face of the earth unto him. I believe he honored her greatly by revealing himself to her as the first witness of the resurrection. I believe another thought is that Jesus responds greater to those of us who are and live devoted unto him. You say, well, what do you mean that she was devoted? Well, there's several things I want to draw your attention to this morning quickly. And, and I realize that our time is very, very quickly passing. But first of all, she had been forgiven and healed of a lot. And note what the Bible says, out of whom he had cast seven devils. Now, the power of Satan had had enveloped her and had her in a stronghold. And yet Jesus, by his miraculous power, had delivered her. And, and I want to say to you and I who are saved today, there's no less a miracle that the Lord has done for you and I. He has delivered us from our bondage, from the captor of sin who's held us prisoner. And so it is that Mary Magdalene was delivered by Jesus and she had been forgiven and healed from so much by the Lord. And secondly, not only that, but she was at the cross throughout the entirety of the crucifixion as, as, as cruel and grueling and, and terrible as the crucifixion was. We find that Mary's name is one of the names that is always listed in those who were at the cross and to be honest with you, her name is listed even above the mother of Jesus, as you think about that. There were also, in Mark 15, 40, there were also women, women looking on afar off, among whom was Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, the less, and of Joseph and Salome. Mary Magdalene was not only at the cross and not only had she been forgiven and healed from a lot, but Mary Magdalene was present when Jesus was taken down from the cross by Joseph Arimathea of Arimathea and Nicodemus as well. So I imagine as, as they were taking his body down and, and, and she through her tears witnessed that and she was there from before the crucifixion and through the crucifixion and after his dying upon, you know, to death, to, 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 to many death seemed so final and, and to many people when Jesus would have died upon that cross, they would have departed, but yet not Mary Magdalene. She stayed the course and she didn't stop. She kept loving him and she was devoted unto her savior. And as they took his body down, she was there to witness what took place. She saw them lift him down from the cross. She saw them remove the nails from his hands and from his feet. She saw the side that had been riven. She saw them take him and lay him down, perhaps upon the rock 
there in Jerusalem that they say that Jesus was laid upon and they saw, she saw them. She witnessed those men wash his body and anoint him and wrap him in the, the grave clothes that seemed so final. Imagine her heart was ripped apart and, and her nerves were a bundle of nerves and no doubt she was broken and, and weeping and crying, but yet she continued following the Lord no matter and through it all because of these things and other things as we look and we think about that this morning, but she was present when Jesus was taken from the cross. She was there to see the stone rolled to seal the tomb. You're talking about a finality and a broken spirit that Mary had, but yet and the Bible says in, in, in chapter number 15 of Mark and verse 47, and Mary Magdalene and the, Mary, the mother of Joseph beheld where he was laid. She followed all the way to the tomb. She was instrumental in making the preparations for the anointing of our Lord's body on the Sabbath day. And I don't know when she did the uh, preparation work, but she accomplished that. And I, I really don't know that she slept a wink the night before they went to the cross. I don't know. But I do know this. On that first Lord's day, she visited the tomb after the Sabbath early that resurrection morning and she didn't leave the tomb although as Peter and John comes in and if we read the companion gospels we're going to find that that they run to the tomb and and one of them outruns the other because he's younger and John outruns Peter and and John is there at the tomb and he's hesitant about going in but yet even at that Peter comes and boldly runs into the tomb but in a few moments they leave the tomb they leave the garden but Mary that devoted follower of the Lord Jesus she did not leave the tomb she was a lady of deep devotion and love Mary was a woman feel with humility and grace and she loved deeply the Lord Jesus she loved him. oh I wish I wish that I could love him the way that she loved the Lord she was a devoted follower and she followed him no matter the circumstances no matter what she had witnessed no matter what she seen she loved the Lord Jesus as I'm thinking this morning I realize we're way over on our time but I've got to bring this to a conclusion this morning but the death of Jesus had affected her greatly and from the biblical record there is little doubt that she felt the grief more deeply than anyone else upon the face of the earth. And it's likely for these reasons that she was the one who was, he revealed himself to first after the resurrection. It is simply said there in verse number nine of Mark 16. Now, when Jesus was risen early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven devils. Oh, that we would be devoted. Oh, that we would love Jesus to the, to the limit of Mary Magdalene. I, I pray that we would see her devotion. We would see her desire was to serve the Lord. And she didn't let any circumstance, not even even as, as she saw the horrific horror of Calvary, she did not allow that to take away her love that she had for the master. I hope and pray that we love Jesus. I hope and pray that, that I would love him. I wish I had a thimble full 
of the devotion of Mary Magdalene in my life. Amen. I love the Lord this morning and I praise God for him. I hope that you know him as your Savior and your Lord. And I appreciate you being with us today here for the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. And this is Pastor Donnie. Well, we've looked at one verse today and we'll pick up again in verse number 10 tomorrow, Lord willing. Thank you and God bless you. I hope you have a great day. Bye-bye. You know that I